Hey guys, welcome to the Fahim Mujahid podcast. I'm your host, Fahim Mujahid. I'm a mental conditioning and human performance coach, but more than that, I'm a father, husband, family member, and friend who draws a lot of inspiration and passion from pouring into other people. Listen, I've been on this journey of self-evolution myself, and I find that with each opportunity, if one's passionate enough, you can find ways to not only enrich the lives of others, but find your way to your true north. I find so much inspiration from growing and learning and doing whatever I can to expose my own wounds so that we can collectively heal together. What I want for this podcast is an opportunity for me to use it as my offering to shifting the energy, the focus, the consciousness of the world that we're all experiencing, the world that we're all living in. It's a place that I want to grow with you so that we can all grow and become the best versions of ourselves. Welcome all. So in today's episode, we're going to talk about something that I call the three principles of goal setting. Right. So that's three principles of goal setting. But before we get into that, um, I really want to commit to a new practice. Right. So I've always been uh, a huge believer of the importance and the impact of words. Words are powerful. Right. And I think what I want to do is I always want to create space on each episode to highlight the power of words and really show up or really just kind of land on what shows up for me, um, whatever word that I feel called to share that day. And for whatever reason, the word ego has been showing up a lot for me lately. Just in my life, I realize whether I'm on my mat, my yoga practice or I'm in my meditation practice, I keep showing up or keep landing back or keep circling back to the ego for um, from one reason or the other. Um, and when you look up ego in the dictionary, it says a personal sense of self-esteem or self-importance. Hmm. Yeah, so I think for me, what shows up when I think about ego, you know, I think about like, Obviously, like there's they say the human experience is an impermanent experience, right? So you're always evolving. You're always in the process of becoming anew, becoming who you are. And every point of reference that we have, we were first in a baby body and then a toddler body and then uh, a teenage body. So there's so they talk about like how we go through these different shells of existence and how at each stage we kind of like shed um, one aspect of who we are and continue to evolve into a different space of, of identity for ourselves. So when I think about ego, I think about attachment to how I see or how I define myself. And when I look at when I look around at the players that I work with, the professionals that I work with, what I'm constantly seeing is an evolution of self. And I think if I'm to be honest, one of the most challenging things have always been for me is to expand my image of myself, expand beyond the ego to which I identified myself or by which I used to identify myself. How can I get beyond it? How can I expand and leave room for that impermanency of growth of my human experience and what it means to be Fahim Mujahid? How can I create room to operate beyond just being an athlete or beyond just being a mover or a healer? You know, how can I continue to create space and to make Maybe something courageous that I want to like do in the future or how I want to expand in the future or even in the role that I play um, with the teams that I that I'm, I'm that I'm honored to hold space for. Like in order for me to step into that, the first thing I had to do was shift my ego, shift my sit, shift in some powerful way, shift my way of self-identifying right i had to create enough room that left space for me to evolve into other areas of my life into doing different kind of work so i think ego for me when i think about it when it shows up for me it's something that 
brings a lot of things up for me. But I think what I try to do is I try to help people that I work with understand that the, the, the role of an ego can play a very powerful role when it comes to not only working towards what it is that you want to manifest for yourself, but they can also be a really good guide. And I'll explain a little bit of that and it actually comes up in the second principle that we're going to touch on. So the word for today's episode is ego. So I wonder where, where, what shows up for you when you think about that. But all right. So the first principle, the first principle of the three principles of proper goal setting is engaging the ego. What do I mean by engaging the ego? The ego that exists within each and every one of us serves a purpose. Now, there's been times where your ego has showed up and prevented you or protected you from being in a situation that could have for sure led to harm. But the main function, the primary function, or one of the main functions of the ego is to continue to keep us safe at where we are, keep us comfortable at where we are. So in a lot of ways, that works in complete opposition of setting big, bold goals for yourself and for your life. So anytime you think about thinking big or thinking about or having goals that are expansive, chances are you're going to trigger something that engages that ego on some level. You're going to get that internal voice that says, what if we don't accomplish a goal? What if I don't accomplish what I set out to? What if I fail? And I actually think that's a good thing. I think it's some powerful ways is actually trying to protect you. But I think it can serve as a marker for you when you know that you're going in the right direction. If you have a goal that's absent of that internal voice, if you have a goal that's absent of that ego being triggered, chances are it's either too easy, right, or it's too accessible. And what I always want to encourage people to do, and I always try to encourage myself with my life and the relationship that I have with the things that I want to accomplish, how I want to show up, is I want to make sure that I'm living boldly enough that currently or that consistently engages that ego so that when I hear it and I feel it presenting itself, I can acknowledge it without judging it, but understand that it's being triggered because I'm doing something that requires me being uncomfortable or me being bold or brave. Now, I'm not saying to be careless about it, right? I'm not saying to put yourself in situations where you're endangering your health or your safety. But what I what I am saying is that the ego and all its complexities is a very powerful marker of when you're operating at a high level goal that's going to expand you and force you to be on comfortable enough to achieve whatever newness or whatever new growth or whatever new opportunities or whatever new purpose you want for yourself. So the first thing you want to do is make sure it engages your ego. The second point, Legos, right? So Legos is something that I incorporate in a lot of my coaching. Um, not only are Legos something that I used or I have reference to when I was younger and we all have, we know we'd play with Legos, my cousins and I, my sisters and I, my friends and I, but Legos in and of themselves, I use it for the purposes of kind of allowing an individual to really get into the practice of flow, um, as well as, you know, I have kind of like funny, fun, fun ways that I go about it. Sometimes I'll see what a player can put together or individual can put together without the instructions. And then I give them the instructions and see how that expedites the process of what they're building. But nonetheless, I think as it pertains to a principle with goals, I think the aspect or the visual of Legos is a powerful call out because what I what I try to encourage myself to keep in mind, but also the people that I work with, is that you want to make sure that you keep your goal within the sweet spot. There's a sweet spot that really that really exists within any goal, right? If the goal is too small, chances are uh, I think they call it the Goldilocks 
zone. But if a goal is too small, chances are it's going to do more to create anxiety, stress, worry, fear. But if it's too far removed, then it's going to be the absence of inspiration, influence, right? All the things that you need to accomplish it. So what you want to do is you want to find a way of creating these little subsections of your goal that you can make it into digestible pieces that are far enough to where it can inspire you to accomplish it, but gives itself distance enough to where it doesn't already or doesn't instantly trigger anxiety and fear because there's not enough time to accomplish what you set out to accomplish. So the Goldilocks zone, again, I call it Legoing the situation. You want to make sure that whatever goal you have for yourself, you can break it down into something that you have certain metrics and marks along the way. Let's say if it is a season, soccer season is nine months. Certain other uh, professional seasons are shorter. But for the totality of the season, having a goal that's important for you, you want to get clear before you even go into it. And I'm just assuming you're a high performer, but we all have seasons, whether it's in our professions or in our relationships. But sometimes having a goal that's so far removed, it becomes absent of a lot of the commitment and inspiration it takes in order to accomplish it because it becomes so far out in the focus it's easier for us to procrastinate on all the things that we can do today to get us closer to that goal so having something that has a point of reference that's a little closer can go a long way when it comes to being inspired and staying engaged right so the second part is legoing it the third part is operating from the end as opposed to towards the end i think i came across this for the first time when i was leading when i was reading um our Charles Hernow um, book, and he talks, no, it was Wayne Dyer, I stand corrected. Wayne Dyer talks a lot about, um, I believe it was, I can't remember where he picked it up, but he talked a lot about the most important, powerful thing we can do is regardless of what we're trying to manifest or create a relationship within our life, is really getting clear about what it feels like to embody that experience. What does it feel like to get clear or what does it feel like to land in that moment or land in that goal already being accomplished? And what he does is he talks about how if you're constantly in pursuit of something, what you end up co-creating are experiences that will always have you in the feelings and 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 in the reality or in the situations of pursuing that thing. But if you allow yourself to shift ahead using your imagination to fill and to arrive at the mental space, the emotional space of actually accomplishing that goal, what begins to happen, it begins to have an impact on your current behaviors, your habits and your thought patterns. So although it's third on the list as far as principles, I actually think it's probably the most important. So whatever goal you have, whatever that it, that thing is or that space that you want to occupy in this world is for you, the most important thing that you can do often is allowing yourself to embody the wish fulfilled, right? I think for me, I know for me, one of the things that I had to be very intentional about when I set out on this journey um, to work on the path that I'm on right now was allowing myself room to first see myself embodying that. What would I, what would I, how would I be? How would I engage with the day? How would I treat myself? How would I treat others? What words would I say? What things would I read? What energy would I embody if I was already accomplishing or I was already arriving at that wish fulfilled? Instead of constantly feeling like there was more I need to do in order to live up or in order to accomplish that, I started to shift my focus point on actually being there, actually being in the goal. So if you're writing a goal at home, if you want to get land, if you really want to land in how to make your goal not only clear, but also something that can help move you forward towards it. If you incorporate just these three principles, I believe that they can go a really long way. 
And at the end of the day, what we're trying to do is we're trying to share whatever insight that we can and use this as an opportunity for us to get better on our own path, no matter what that path is for you. So I hope that there's some meaning and there's some value that you can take from these three principles and begin to start applying it outward into your own life. And if there's something that shows up for you in the process that you want to share, feel free to hit me up on email or DM me and we'll share it with our tribe. All right, guys. See you all. Think Paul.